Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to anybody listening. I'm Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Cats up. Cats up. So we do. Let's go. Every week. What are you doing? What's what's new with you? You know what's so funny? As soon as we hung up last time, I was so angry with myself. I, th- I think I may have even said in the show, like, I know there's a story I need to tell you. And I'm going to basically give myself an extra story this week. Okay, going back two in other time. Story. Huh? We're going back in time. Let's go. Yeah, it happened a while ago. And I was like, I knew there was another story. So remember my mom had this blood clot, yada, yada, yada? Yeah. Do you know my mom's theory about how she got the blood clot? Mm, I mean, I listened to like 14 hours of you talking <laughs> per week. So maybe... <laughs> But so, I don't remember. So um, my mom, share it with me. my mom is convinced that this new dining room table that she bought <laughs> gave her the blood clot. By the way, she's brought this up with every yeah. single doctor she's seen for the blood clot, and that's up to four doctors. She's How so brought, though? Like the angle of her legs are different or something? No, or I'll what? tell you. And she brought it to the physical therapist. All of them said that's impossible. Okay, her position is that the seats, and she didn't realize when she bought the dining room table, that the seats have zero padding. In fact, there's not even like a board. This is really weird. There's not even like a board or anything firm. It's like the 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 foam just goes straight through, and so that because of that, she had one of her church meetings. Okay. And that she was at this church meeting that had it in the dining room in her house. That she sat there for two hours, and because of the angle of the and it, the stuff, there's no support for the cushion. It pressed up against her leg and caused a blood clot. Now, like I told you, four different professionals have told her this is impossible. Okay, sure. she's still convinced to the point where I call it the table of death. Okay, yeah. And this has been going on for a while. So this is actually this happened actually right before we did our last our latest episode. And conveniently, conveniently, the story I'm going to tell you, there is there are receipts. I happened to be on the phone with Afterthought Media All-Star, Taylor the Latte Boy, while she was having this conversation I'm going to tell you about. And he I sat, I got on purpose, I got quiet and sat next to her, and he heard her have this conversation. Okay. Okay. And he, he said, I love that I'm being part of, you know, a catching up story. Mike Lawson. So she was going on and on about it again with uh, Thea Linda. Linda was here. Okay. And we have a cousin named Elsa who is, and I, this is true. She's a legit like uh, inspector or whatever for the FDA. Okay. Okay. And my mom was going on and on in the living room about uh, how she's going to go to the media, about uh, Ashley Furniture is selling, uh, you know, Uh, tables and chairs that kill people and stuff like that. I'm calling seven on our side. I'm calling exactly. She's Mike. (laughs) That's what she was talking about. So I said, "Oh, ha ha ha!" And I go, "Why don't you just call your powerful cousin Elsa at the FDA and have her like uh, inspect them?" She goes, "You know what, Joey? 
Yeah, great joke, Joe. Great idea. And she goes, I'm going to call her right now. And oh, beep, no. beep, 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 beep. And this is what I hear. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part of the story. No one ever thinks it's funny. She calls and she goes, hi, Elsa. It's Betty. I need to talk to you. No, 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 no. This is work related. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, clearly Elsa was like, I'm at work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she goes... I but she starts telling a whole story about you know like I went to Ashley Furniture and yeah. they had several it tables. It was a that I Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, all the <laughs> tables that she saw and the different ones that she liked and what was happening to the old. T- she said the whole thing, but but to cut to the chase, she was like, and I think that these tables. Now, by the way, what tables and chairs? Let's say she's right. Have to do with the Federal Drug Administration? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. the Food and Drug Administration. Neither food nor drugs. Okay. Right. She goes, and I'm convinced that uh, this table caused my blood clots. And this is what I need you to do. I think you should have the FDA do a raid on Ashley Furniture. Oh, my God. Mike Lawson, <laughs> she was advocating for a raid. A raid of <laughs> Ashley Furniture. Okay. Is she, like, smiling when she's no, saying no, this? No, 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 no. She's very serious. <laughs> ton about how Because her position is that if, if, my, if, if Elsa calls them... That they're just going to hide the tables and chairs and get rid of them. Betty. Right? She thinks... What's funny is she doesn't even necessarily blame Ashley Furniture. She thinks it's like defective tables that the Chinese are up to this. Right. You know? Of course. Yeah. And that they don't... That that because of Trump's tariffs, they don't care about the U.S. (laughs) And it's a whole whole convoluted plot. Right? Okay. And so while it was going on, I was talking to Taylor. I go, Taylor, you're not going to believe this. There's a catching up story happening right in front of you right now, I got quiet, and he heard her, he listened to her, talking yeah. to Elsa about the tables and chairs. So I have receipts. So anyway, that was a story I forgot to tell last time. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Wait, what's the conclusion? Is she just like, yeah, I'll look into it, and like, hangs up? Well, or? I think Elsa's probably used to getting these calls, you know? Okay. And so she told Elsa, like, she told Elsa, like, yeah, she'd look into it, but we've never, by the way, that was how long ago? Weeks right. ago? Two, oh, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Oh, so... <laughs> Um, that's fun. So you have more personal stories. I'm looking forward to this because I have a lot of nothing. Um, I did, however, this week go. One of my coworkers does stand up comedy mm, um, at open mic nights all over the bay, mm-hmm. and he was doing one pretty close to my house. And yeah. his, I know his girlfriend too, so I was like, "Well, if she goes, I'll go." Yeah. So I ended up going. It's in like. A basement of a pizza joint in yeah. you know this college place. Mm-hmm. The beer was the best part, by the way. Yeah. And um, anyway, so I know the guy from work. So mm-hmm. I mean, I know he's kind of funny, but mm-hmm. he all he does a lot of improv too up here. Oh, God, it's a nightmare. All right, yeah. And um, it's like being friends with Lloyd Roggenkamp. He he's funny, but like in an office. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that doesn't always translate. No. It could be great. He, mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for like um, not quite two years. Okay, okay so he's new, mm-hmm. and I would say half of his stuff was like really good, mm-hmm. and the other half was like he'll work that out, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's getting there. Um, but I, so I'm also I'm not his boss. I'm kind. I'm technically his boss's boss, right? Mm-hmm. So like a couple of steps. Um, above him i'm sitting here watching him do a stand-up i didn't think about it but of course it's gonna get kind of personal yeah and he talked about his current drug use Mm -hmm. like pretty heavy drug use too like not weed but like 
well, he did talk about weed, but that was like basically was what he does stuff. with his coffee. Yeah. So it got it deep. But then, I mean, part of me too is thinking like, well, like what if he wrote that joke a year ago? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. mean that he's doing the drugs today if he's talking, but also like none of my business. And then he did a joke about how he wrote that joke that day. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, but he also, he had like a, um, he, his family's from Mexico, by the way. And mm-hmm. he um, tells a lot of jokes about kind of the the way white people have treated him as a Mexican-American in his mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And then pivots to, and I'm dating a white woman. And mm-hmm. it's very funny. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking about his like sex life with his girlfriend who's also sitting right next to me wait hold on for a second i'm sorry wouldn't it be so funny if he goes and make sure to listen to my podcast i do with my straight white friend and we catch up every week oh because it's you yeah <laughs> he's a mexican comedian who's not that who's funny in the office but not that funny at stand-up <laughs> <laughs> yeah um he so anyway it was good I was a little uncomfortable and I didn't really kind of think the the whole situation through. Mm-hmm. Cause like afterward, am I like, Hey, good drug jokes. Like <laughs> I really I like know. your bit about E. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's, that's a, uh, uh, something I did this week. I'm trying to every week do one social thing that doesn't involve me being alone for the entire evening and not hearing the, another sound of a human's voice. I, you know what's so funny is it's funny that you say that. I want to talk about a couple of things. One, I have a question. Did did you actually talk to him about his stand up set? Did you talk to him? And have you talked to him in the office since? Have you seen him in the office since? Yeah, I've certainly seen him in the office. I've told. It, it's I'm very uncomfortable because I don't want to like overpraise or come mm-hmm. off as like ingenuine. So I'm mm-hmm. like kind of playing it cool. But I did tell him like it, it was good. Mm-hmm. um afterward mm-hmm. he, he he it was like some sort of i don't know there was something special going on and like a couple of uh he takes like classes and stuff and a couple yeah. of the guys were like filming this specific event so mm-hmm. like the audience was stacked so that oh i guess the you know it sounded yeah. good mm-hmm. um so afterward I, I didn't get a ton of words and like we said hey and he hugged me, and that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, look, you know what? To be honest with you, that's the best case scenario. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't lie to him. I would say, like, I could point out specific things that really kind of cracked me up. So, mm-hmm. I, And, I and then going okay. going what you were saying just when you ended that segment is I've been sort of dealing with the same thing, Mike Lawson, because I'm in a weird, very 2019 uh, situation in, and I think I can relate to you in that um, because of podcasting, my network of friends are all on, is, is online, you know, like and your internet boyfriend. That doesn't help. <laughs> no, that's true. And my internet boyfriend. <laughs> hold on. Let me tell Adam about him on the air. Oh, by the way, while I do this, hold on. What's the timestamp here? Because I just need to tell you, if we go till like 11, I need to take a brief break at 11 and buy a poster maybe. Okay. That makes sense. Hold on. I'm kind of debating going to the theater tonight. Okay, while you're doing that, here's the synopsis of the play I think I want to see. Racism racism is a virus, and we all got it, okay? Some more than others, okay? Wait, there's no question marks. Wait, let me read it again with no question marks. Racism is a virus, and we all got it. Okay, some more than others, okay? 
I, okay, I'm not going to the show. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny because I had talked to John Paul about yeah. that little shop of horrors thing. This is before. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, look, if I go, if you and John go, I go. I'll even buy my ticket. Just let me know, and uh, and I'll buy my ticket and go with you. And he said, oh yeah, yeah. He's like, he goes, I'm not even sure John will want to go. You know, it has the you're not watching Pulse, but it has a, an actress from Pulse in it. Um, the uh, you mean Pose chicks from from Pose? What did I say? Pulse. Oh yeah, that's different. Spoiler alert. Po- <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't die. She dies. Well, what's well anyway? And then the um, it, the black chick from Glee is the plant. Yeah, but hold on for a second. So then I. So John Paul's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He because John Paul was like, I really want to see it too. And then did you see them do suddenly Seymour on, um, the yeah. James Corden thing? I'm like, oh, that was really good. I was yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I really want to see that. So I checked in with him, uh, uh, I don't know, a week ago or something. I go like, what's going on with Little Shop of Horrors? He's like, I don't know if I'm gonna go see it. He's like, people that I know that have gone to see it says it's not really very good. Really? He, he huh. said they, they seem. He said it's very actually kind of high school theater. Yeah, that um, I'm down though. I I love that show. So well, which is funny. I I know I'm like, yeah, good point, John Paul. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm literally starting a show this weekend with Lori Roggenkamp called Breaking Legs, where right. we're going to review High School Musical Theater. Fun. We're going to go see. Um, That's you're going to do a like. You're going to have a whole year of content on this. Are you going to like well, we're seeing, multiple we're, weeks on one show? Well, we're seeing two shows. Well, it's not going to be a whole year. It's going to be like an off-season show. And it's Patreon only. So like whenever there's like a few weeks between Drag Race or something. But um, we're seeing supposedly we're see- supposedly seeing two shows this weekend, though I think it's going to only really be one. We're going to see – which one would you choose? I have because I have a pluses and minuses for both here. I might just make this part of the show, I'll be honest with you. I might not take it out. Is um, One is Sunny Hills High School is doing Sister Act, the musical. Sunny Hills is predominantly Asian, isn't it? Yes, which make, might even make it better. And okay. then Huntington Beach High School is doing Gypsy. Now, I have my own uh, <laughs> pluses and minuses with both. I I would do Sister Act. I think I like, well, I like Sister Act better than yeah. Gypsy, yeah. whatever. Fight me. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I think yeah, they if, both would be. Why do you have to choose? Because Lori's being difficult about it. But what I was going to say, she doesn't want to tire her whole weekend doing stuff for Afterthought. What's wrong with her? So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Going to high school musical. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try and squeeze in the matinee and the evening on Saturday. Just one day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Because are you. I mm-hmm. can. Are you auto recording? Audio recording? No, 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 no. Why not? Why not? Uh, maybe I'll do it just in case. But it's I'll Patreon only. Like if you're, even if it's just like, and here's like one small snippet. Yeah. And then you, I mean, it, you'll have the whole show. So then the unexpected is recorded yeah, on that's tape. That's true. Maybe if I somebody will. forgets their line or something. Or like, like, ah. Anyway, yeah. um, because are you he's... mentioning the school by name? No, 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 no. Okay. No. no. I said. Are here, you mentioning but... the show by name? I'll mention the I, show by name, but the, we'll refer to the actors as characters. Have you? I, I hate to totally derail this, but no. I, I'm like looking forward to it. So it, it just brings a lot to mind. But um, like the bootlegs of like um, Broadway shows on um, YouTube, they always do like, um, like for example, Little Shop of Horrors, it would be like man feeds uh, blood to 
alien plant and oh, falls in I, love. I see what you're saying in the name of the of the title. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, then, yeah. like, the show doesn't get pulled when people oh. just are searching Little Shop. But if I just do a review and don't play audio, yeah. then we're, we're not in trouble. But you know, right. um, what was I going to say is, um, here's my pluses and minuses. Is Sister Act, you know, whatever, you know, not as memorable, you know, but but it'll be more fun to watch in Gypsy. Gypsy's kind of a heavy show, but that's right. sort of the plus. Yeah. Is <laughs> it's always seen funny seeing high school kids like like there's going to be a 17 year old fat girl. You know, it's the fat girl who's going to play Mama Rose. You know, and they like in high school, like that production will have children saying words that they don't understand, and that's really <laughs> yeah, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tackling adult issues, and like, yeah. what are they gonna do with the burlesque number and stuff like that? And like, <laughs> and they also like always have like four female dancers that have like a ball cap on playing men because there's not <laughs> enough boys that do musical <laughs> yeah, theater. Yeah. <laughs> And then that shitty tinny music that they just bought online and stuff like that, <laughs> or a shitty orchestra. It's just yeah. that's what, yeah. So anyway, breaking legs coming to the Patreon. Um, okay, so what were we talking about? I'm not going to take that out. It well, turned into a segment. Speaking of musical theater, though, I've dusted off my clarinet and I've started practicing a bit, and I think I'm going to try to like um, volunteer to play in the pit of like some community theater shit, like Adam Burns does. He's inspired oh. me. So the well, end. Are you going to start heading on meth-addled actors in the show? Yeah. Oh, anyway, the point I was making was... Because I've never seen my boyfriend naked. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I was like, what are you talking about? So, uh, So here's the deal, is... I, you know, in this virtual world, yeah, like you, Aiden, you know, Taylor the Latte Boy, Evan, like all these people that I associate with on a daily basis, they live other... The only person that lives close to me... By the stroke of misfortune is Lori Roggenkamp, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And um, what's funny, but I, you know what's funny? I never see her either. It's all pretty much virtual. So I'm not lonely. I'm not, I'm 0% lonely, but I find that I don't really leave the house that much. Yeah. So I've made and, a commitment to I mean, too, personal to interaction is important, Joey. Yeah. I mean, you're even though you're talking to people, I feel like face-to-face stuff, like, you're missing something. It's not a whole experience. Mm-hmm. No, no, you're right. That's why, you know, this is a great segue into my next story. I was really excited. And I'm not just talking about Aiden. <laughs> well, you know, Aiden's coming to town in a couple of weeks. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. For any specific reason or just to see you or? That's a very trick question. Yes, is the huh. answer. Yeah. Like he's created reasons to come yes. to town yes. and he'll see you. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just in case his mom hears this. <laughs> she pays a dollar per month. <laughs> uh, she's her biggest fan, and she's like, wait, my son's going out of town in a couple weeks. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if it's that big? What's that? And his name is Aiden. <laughs> yeah. She goes, this is really weird. Uh, anyway, um, so it, it, the segues into my story, which is last week I went to go see a movie with John Paul. Okay. And Evil John went too. And it was at this swanky movie theater. They only have one in LA, but they're all over, like in you know Texas and stuff like that. But have you ever heard of Alamo Draft House? I wouldn't be surprised they have one yeah, in the Bay Area. We do have one up yeah. there. And uh, at the Alamo Draft House, one of these like super swanky, you know, movie buff 
theaters and it has like the reclining seats and but uh, i know a lot of places have these reclining seats now in full meals but they sort of like really bizarre curated programming okay yeah yeah yeah. so john paul had suggested i go see you know we should go see this movie called the servant which i'd never heard of it they, they're doing a series i guess there's a movie coming out called parasite and they're doing a series of movies that inspired the uh, parasite okay okay yeah and in fact now it's time for Mike and Joe on the aisle. This week we're talking about the movie The Servant by Joseph Luzzi and a play by the, the screenplay written, by the way, by Harold Pinter. A Pinter play. Uh, anyway, so. Um, from Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Mike Lawson, this movie, people, this movie was so good, right? It's like almost, I think, akin to like whatever happened to Baby Jane. It kind of has that same feel. Yeah. It's about this guy, this young Londoner from the early 60s, who decides he wants to hire a manservant. This is in England. And uh, the manservant comes in and he takes over. So I'm going to leave it at that, right? He pretty much yeah. just starts taking over. But really, 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 really strong homoerotic themes, you know? This is like what happened to Richard Simmons. Except for it was a oh you know it. what you're right kind of yeah uh, except the the London it's you got to see it. it's super psychosexual and yeah. um, it's really kind of hot to be honest with you it's very under the surface there's no explicit gay scenes at yeah. all it's very very under the surface huh okay I said of course if it was this is a movie from the sixties right yeah and they were very okay. subversive like for instance I was telling John Paul and John Paul didn't pick up on this is. There's a scene earlier in the film when the um, the young guy, the young Londoner, meets this girl, and he's in his kitchen, and there's that weird sexual tension. And you know, now they're more explicit about this, but you know they're gonna fuck. But in the background, you just hear this dripping noise from the sink, right? It's just drip, drip, drip. As they, as you see the shadows go to make love. And then later on, there's a weird, intense scene between the housekeep, the servant, and this British guy. And it did, the Boring. camera moves away, and you just hear drip, drip. Oh. And you're like, oh, they're fucking, you know? Yeah. And so it's like that kind of thing. And uh, it was just a really, really great film. I had never heard of it, which is funny because on the British Film Institute or whatever uh, list of the 100 best movies, British movies, it's like number 22. And uh, but uh, anyway, so we're we're watching this movie, right? It's a very obviously quiet and a very sophisticated audience, okay? And I just have to pee so badly, right? No so worries. I'm in um, this recliner, so I have to move the recliner up, right? And I go, I tell, I whisper to John Paul, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. They go, tell me what happens. And I get out of the recliner. And I didn't realize that to get into the recliner, there was a step. Oh, no. So when I get... I just step thinking that there's a floor. Yeah. And when I do, Mike Lawson, I fall down. I, we're at the back, and it's like a, a race. Th- I tumble down the stairs like halfway. Oh, right? my gosh. <laughs> Everybody yeah. is like, I'm trying to be quiet. Everyone stops and looks at me. I'm just a big fat man just falling down the stairs, right? Evil John is, of course, laughing hysterically. And then I just went to the bathroom. So the, you didn't get hurt though. N- strangely, I was thinking when I went to the bathroom, I was thinking, 
oh, I'm going to be bruised up or something. No, I strangely wasn't. Okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like of all the tumbles I've taken, that would have been one of the least oh, embarrassing. But you know what? My left shoulder's been hurting me, but I, thought, I was listening to the way I was, sleep- I was sleeping. <laughs> Did you fall onto it? I may have. I tumbled down the stairs. Hmm. And I'm so, I was so concerned with not being embarrassed and standing up that I don't know I'm what I banged okay. into. I'm fine. Um, um, I'm going to read you a news story. Will you oh, wait, hold uh, on for a transition second. into segment? From <laughs> the mountains to the sea to all of California. Not doing it live. This is the Catching Up News Report. Mike Lawson, what's going on in the Bay Area? Joey, this incident was every knitter's nightmare and a bizarre <laughs> crime even by San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Car thief standards. It started last Saturday. Yeah. Uh, skipping a little bit here. This lady approaching our ve- vehicle looked down at the pavement, saw glass everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Joey, $15,000 worth of yarn was missing from the back seat of her Volkswagen. I don't know why she has this much yarn in her car. Yeah. She's a knitter. Mm-hmm. I guess she had just picked it up. What'd you call her? <laughs> She's a mother. She's a knitter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and th- according to many of the internet comments on this San Francisco Chronicle story, story an arrest is not looming. <laughs> hmm. oh, 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 that's funny. <laughs> I didn't get it right now. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's I just it caught my the story caught my eye because that just seems like a lot of yarn. But also, like car break-ins are, I don't know. And many of the comments too are, or even in the article, really the mm-hmm. the tone is very much like, uh, you parked your car in the city and expected your valuables to be in it when you got back. Yeah, it's just very expected that car break-ins are happening. Um, yeah, Adam Vaught has had several, and in fact, he told me, and this sounds so ridiculous. I guess it's such a problem in the Bay Area. That what often people do, I don't know if you've heard of this, is they keep nothing in their car at all. And then when they park, they roll all the windows down and open the glove box and show basically to show there's nothing in the car. Yeah. Just people who probably have had to replace more than one window. Mm -hmm. They're like, fuck this. Uh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen people also post like signs on their their cars saying like there's no valuables. Um stuff like that uh but also the san francisco subreddit like every day there's like five pictures um of people post i don't know why it's a thing that people just post repeat content like oh i've seen that therefore i'm gonna do the same thing it's kind of a weird thing it's so funny that you say that there's a a subreddit that i subscribe to called uh twinks and straight porn yeah and i just saw this the other day and and it's not that busy of a subreddit like maybe a post a day right Mm -hmm. And I just saw that they just reposted something that they posted like three days ago with the same headline. It is a pretty hot twink, though. Anyway, um, so so you 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 don't have a car anymore, right? No car, so I have no break-in problems. But I I have the, the bike that I have now is my third bike. Remember that? Because mm-hmm. um, they've all gotten stolen. So shit's a problem. But I don't know. I I'm ready to get out of the bay. I just what want if, to get out of here. What if you got one of those like hoverboards or scooters and you could just take it in the office with you, couldn't you? Yeah. I don't but I don't need it. My like my walk to the train is super short. Oh, and is then it? the train station is directly below my building. So oh, it is? I, I just go up an escalator and I'm at my office. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Huh. So, that's really convenient. 
Yeah, it also makes us a soft target for terrorism, so that's... <laughs> I never thought of that stuff. Oh, interesting. Do you have friends who, like, their stuff's been broken into a lot? Or, or I, I, I know you want to move, and it sounds like you're done with the Bay Area. When, where, do you still... Do you, do you have an idea still where you want to go? Any, like, Anchorage, Alaska. Mike Lawson, did we talk about... Did we talk about my... Um, my Google map search of uh, uh, Springfield, Missouri? No. Oh, so I have another sh- One of my million shows mm-hmm. is the show that I do with uh, drag queen Jimmy Anti. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if this is on there or off the air, but one time we were talking, and I, because he lives in Springfield, Missouri. Oh, yeah. We have talked about this, I believe. Yeah. And like then- rent was hella cheap. Yeah, and right? I, but yeah. He, he was like, "But it's so boring here. You would hate it." I was like, "I don't think. I think sign me you, up." Yeah, you're doing nine. You're doing twenty year old Jimmy anti drag queen. You know yeah. <laughs> what's interesting? Uh, the I don't leave this house. I don't, know, I don't know what you think I'd be doing. Yeah, and I was. Is like, there Wi Fi? Does Amazon <laughs> deliver? Cool. Yeah, that's what I kind of think too. Is like, and it was like a sweet loft, and it looked like a really cute. It looked like Main Street USA from Disneyland. Yeah. But I think, you know, but then it's a very mega country thing, and you're like, oh, God, that would not be cool. The the way they pipe in, like, uh, cotton candy smell would get old. <laughs> <laughs> All you the can eat are, dance, like, the only thing a that... barbershop quartet every day at noon. <laughs> the only thing they have to eat are big, big turkey legs and corn dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so that's, an, that's really annoying. And then they, the only shops are just, like, shadow cutting and yeah. uh magic shops <laughs> uh mike lawson i cal- like the waffle shaped like mickey mouse <laughs> but sometimes you just want a regular waffle <laughs> yeah yeah uh mike lawson california becomes the first state in the country to push back school start times california will become the first state and this is what happens when you read the headline and then the lead california will become the first state in the nation to mandate later start times at most middle schools and high schools under legislation signed into law by governor gavin newsom on sunday a proposal designed to improve educational outcomes by giving students more sleep the new law amen. however is huh i said amen the new law, however, is not without controversy. It was opposed by some school officials, of course, and rejected twice before lawmakers and Newsom's yeah. predecessor. Um, now, uh, the law will take effect over a phased-in period, ultimately requiring public middle schools to begin classes at 8 a.m. or later, while high schools will start no earlier than 8.30 a.m. Now, this is the trick here. It says, the law does not apply to optional early classes known as zero periods or to some schools in the state's rural districts. Okay, let's talk. First of all, I think this is a step in the right direction. For sure. I think so. They talk about like it being more healthy for kids to have that extra time of sleep, but also the hours after school and before parents typically get off work are when children are will participate in the most crime, but also are the victims of crime the most. So like why? Why let them loose? Like get keep them busy. Well, that's what I was. You know, I was talking to friend of the show, Danny. I saw him over the week. And uh, I was talking to him, and I was like, "Why not do like almost like a staggered schedule?" Uh, and we, he, but he was making the same points, by the way. Some of the points I, I'm making right now, he might have been making. But like, you know, hire more people than you have, and then why not? You know, he was talking about a really good idea is have like intramural sporting league. So like in a high school, like there's eight intramural, and then they they never have to leave campus. They can just have games there on campus against each other. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then, or, you know, maybe kind of like a homework club or like, you know, something to keep the kids there. Homework club. Something to keep the kids there on campus right. so that their parents can pick them up later and keep them busy, you know, but it isn't necessarily school. Right. Or have school go later. It, Or maybe those clubs should be in the morning, you know? Um, sure. So if a parent needs to get off. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, cause I think school schools should start like at 10 or 11 and go to like four or five. If I'm being honest with you. Thank you. I agree. I I think this is um, good. I think it's good. I also see that um, Gavin Newsom passed a bill that will allow you to eat roadkill. I guess it was illegal to eat roadkill. Did you know this? But if you hit a deer or something now, mm-hmm. inadvertently hit a deer, you yeah. can take it home and turn it into But why would you dinner. want to? Well, I think the maybe people would say why would you not? I mean, if you're going to eat deer, why not eat that deer? He's dead. Would you eat deer? Well, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't I doubt it. But it, but I I mean the point is like people who live kind of more rural mm-hmm. who are hunting deer and eating it, why not You know what I mean? Like if the point is to take the life and give us food, why not take that life? I just that, love that, that life's taken. I just love that California is passing out all these cracked out laws that we've been wanting to pass. Yeah. Um. It's almost like. Uh, no, never mind. I was gonna. Anyway, how are you? What What else are we doing? So wait, you just did a news story. Do uh-huh. you have to do anything? You have to tell another personal story. I don't really have any. <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna skip right past that, and uh, I'm gonna tell you. My brother asked me, he had to go to a trip to Vegas, right, with his wife. And so they asked me to feed their dogs. Their dogs eat in the morning, okay? And the girls stayed with my parents. Great. Okay? My parents were taking them to school every morning. Now, my brother lives, like, at most a mile from the kid's school. So I had a discussion with... going. uh, Really? Where? Well, you should take them to school when you're going to do the dogs. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, no, I was thinking the opposite. I was thinking, why don't my parents just feed the dogs? Oh. Right? <laughs> and uh, I don't know, I didn't even think about that. So, um, so anyway, so I, so I was talking to my parents about Mike. Well, what should I do? And I was like, you know what? Mike asked me for a specific reason. I will just feed the dogs. Okay. Okay. He asked me. And now my brother has like his whole house is set up with all these like security cameras. Uh-huh. Okay. So Monday, uh, I get I literally get there at the same time as my parents. Because my parents, you know, because the girls might need a sweatshirt or they forgot a book or something. So every day when they took the girls to school, they would stop at the house for like five minutes, you know? Yeah. So I got there at the same time that they did. And uh, so, they're you know, the girls are getting their things or whatever. And then I would go in the backyard and I, well, I feed the dogs. And then they have to poop, you know, after they after they eat. So, um, so I feed them, they, they poop. And then my brother's, you know, calling me like, on the camera, hello, what are you doing there? And I was like, I'm feeding the dogs. And he's like, okay, you know? Yeah. So then, you know, and by the way, can I asked Molly, I go, what time do the dogs eat? I was hoping she'd say like nine. And she was like, like 6.45 or seven. And I was like, oh, I get there every time, 6.45 or seven, right? By the way, just over, look, pause for a moment and look at the story you've just told to, so far. Mm-hmm. 
you spend entirely too much time with your family, Joe. Like, you woke up, you went to your brother's house, your brother's chiming you on the doorbell, your parents are there. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, you need a break. Tell me about it. Yeah. So then, I uh, I feed the dogs, whatever. The next day, um, this is really weird. I left five minutes after my parents left, yeah. and the traffic built up so much that I didn't get there till like, Half an hour after they did. In fact, they were gone. In fact, I passed them on the way to the house. Right? Okay. Yeah. And they had gone to the house, picked up whatever things they needed, dropped the girls off, and they were driving home. And I get to the house, and um, I, I fed the dogs, and then I let the dogs go poop, and they're walking around my brother's backyard, you know, doing their business. And my brother calls me. Ring. I'm like, hello. And he's like... I have a. Qu- Why did you go feed the dogs? Why didn't you just have mom and dad feed the dogs? And by the way, this is the last day I have to feed the dogs. Mm-hmm. And I go, oh, well, I go, it doesn't mind, you know, whatever. And then we were just chit chatting. He's talking about he and Danielle went to go see this Las Vegas show and what the, you know, everything, blah, 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 blah. And I see that, you know, one of the dogs is in the house, but the other one, the more active one, the more rambunctious one, I go. I saw her like hanging out in the very back of my brother's backyard. Is like a thicket of briar. It's the thickest. Not yeah. even you know one prick is my thing about blood, and um, it's like so thick. And um, I saw her by hanging out by there, but I just didn't think anything. I'm talking to my brother, and then I tell my brother, I go, I gotta go. I I, I don't know her name's Pico. I go, I don't know where Pico is. Um, and he goes, yeah, she's in there. He'll just call her. She come out. I'm like, okay, Mike Lawson. I'm going, Pico, Pico, doesn't come out, right? Yeah. So I call my brother and I go, listen, she's not coming out. And my sister-in-law gets on the phone. She goes, you know what I, she goes, that happens sometimes. You know what I do is I get like the doggy bones that I have and I will shake the can and then she'll hear it and she'll come running out. Yeah. So now I'm walking all through the backyard, shaking this can, going, Pico, Pico, and then I go, is there a chance she got out? My brother's like, no, 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 no chance she ever got out. Okay. And then I go, oh, God. He goes, give her 10 minutes. Sometimes she's just being stupid. Give her 10 minutes. I'll call you in 10 minutes. Tell me what's happening. So in those 10 minutes, I'm waiting for, I'm getting nervous because I go, oh, I'm going to get the fucking blame for this fucking dog, right? Yeah. So I climb into this thicket of briar. Ugh. I'm getting picked all over, scratched. My clothes are being torn up. And I'm yeah. going, Pico, Pico. Then I see that in the neighbor's yard back there, there's a hole in the fence. Not a hole, yeah. but like, it's kind of like that, but like a dog. Yeah, a dog could get through it. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, you know she got out, right? I'm like, I don't want to say anything. And I'm looking. It, I should have taken a video how thick and scary this is, right? Maybe I'll take it next time I go. And because everyone's dying to see. So yeah. the 10 minutes pass, nothing. My brother calls. And I go... Um, hey, listen, I even went in there, like I'm all cut up, and I go, he goes, oh, you need to go in there. I go, but I saw that in Judy's house, there's like a hole in the fence you could get through. He's like, yeah, but he's like, even worst case scenario, she would just be at Judy's house. He's like, there's no way to get out of Judy's house. And I was like, oh, okay. He goes, <sighs> he's like, you know, maybe, do you think maybe you left the fence open in the front? And she got, I'm like, you know, I'm like no, 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 like, I'm looking right now. And they're like, you never know. He's like, maybe he got to Judy's house and went to the front. Go to the front yard. Maybe she's in the in the street, right? And I, so my God, I go okay. I go through the house. Mike Lawson. 
the dog is sitting right there. Both dogs are sitting right there. Had somehow snuck past me and gone back in the house. Do they look alike? Could you maybe like been taking inventory and counted the same or the different dogs once? They do twice? look alike. They do look alike. But here's the, I can I can tell them apart, kind of like twins. But here's the other thing that kind of convinced me she was in there was when I was shouting her name, I would look back in the house and the other dog, Bella, would come to the door, but she never came to the door. Mm. And I'm calling her name. I'm not, not that I ever thought, but I would see like, oh, there's Bella. Make, then I'm like, well, make sure the other dog's okay. You know, so I are glance they, at, yeah. Are they doorbell uh, knockers? Like, Oh, yeah, they freak out and stuff like that. You yeah. should have rang the doorbell and then that they would have ran to you. But then I would have been in the house. I would have known. But that was that was another suggestion Danielle had. Was Danielle no, was but like, I'm saying like you ring the doorbell and then they both appear because they're freaking oh, out yeah, about yeah. the sound. Uh, Danielle was like, Often, if you just close and open the big sliding glass door, that they'll hear that. And I tried that; it didn't work. It did, she never came, so she must have noticed fucking laughing at me in that fucking house. Probably. So I called my brother. My brother's like, "Oh, you had us all nervous." And he's like, "Okay, thank God." So that was it. Anyway, I'm all cut up now because of um, I don't notice that a dog snuck behind me. What's going on with you, Mike Lawson? Oh, nothing's going on. What, what do you have going on next week? Um, I am. I was gonna go to the theater tonight, but. That's not going to happen. I don't think so anymore. And oh, then really? <laughs> um, uh, tomorrow I'm going to go for a hike around the city and take photos on my new camera. Mm-hmm. And I also have um, – I'm going to – they have like on Alcatraz Island, they do like a night tour mm-hmm. around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So uh, my friend Jennifer and I are going to that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, so that's my social thing I'm doing. And that's pretty much it. What about you? Um, This week, um, well, I'm going to go see some plays with Laurie Rockingcamp. Um, then it's just podcast, pod, oh, my, 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 my sister-in-law's birthday is next week. I'm going to go to that. It's also Chris's birthday. It's kind of his significant birthday, but he claims he doesn't want to do anything. Like, literally, his nightmare would be to do anything for his birthday. But I wouldn't be surprised if last minute I get, like, a, okay, we're going to have, like, two people over for dinner kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, let me ask you, I'll ask you. I'll ask you the question off the air. I'll ask you the question. I, I wish I lived closer to you, not because I want to, like, be on the podcast, but I would love to have someone that wanted to do bad high school productions oh, of musicals. Yes. Because I, I mean, I don't. I can't go to high school productions alone, creepy guy, single yeah. guy, yeah. sitting, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. well, maybe would we it be better do... if it was two creepy single guys? But maybe we could do uh, <laughs> a special edition of uh, Breaking Legs, where we have our guests, where we do like on the road, and I just go to San Francisco. You know, I'm going to be in San Francisco. Oh, you know what? Here's well, They don't usually have plays in December, though. I'm going to be in San Francisco. Well, we guys do community theater. I'm yes, going there's to some bad communities. I actually know a, a couple of stuff in December already. Oh yeah, yeah. Because a uh, friend of the show, Carlo, is coming to town in December, but there's a couple of days where he has to go to Sacramento for a wedding. Yeah. So right now our plan is we're gonna drive up to the Bay Area. He's gonna immediately just go to San Sacramento. Okay. Cool. And then I'll just hang out in the Bay Area and see you, Adam Vaught. Okay. Uh, and you know all my Bay Area friends, and then when he comes back, then we'll do the whole San Francisco thing, and um, we and should be- plan a theater trip during that time. Yeah, then. go see Bad Community Theater. 
What's okay. going to be in your theater at that time? Maybe I want to see something there. Um, Donna Summer, the Donna Summer, no, Summer, the Donna Summer musical, isn't and it, Hamilton. Is, isn't it so fun? Maybe, I don't want to see Hamilton. Isn't it so have funny? Have you seen it? I have seen it. Okay. I, maybe I'll, and, and if you want to, I, like, I love the first act. I just can't with the second act. I don't like the second act. I think that the second act is so much better. That's what Aiden... Th- Wait, hold on for a second. <laughs> are you autistic? Why are you playing music while we're trying to have a conversation? <laughs> and why am I interrupting you and changing the conversation? Yeah, yeah, I'm totally autistic. I don't think that that guy... Unless he used a different name, I don't think that guy has come over to Patreon. Shocking. By the way, I'm kind of curious who has not because I care who's paid, but mm-hmm. I just want to know who's listening. So if I could talk well, about you people. know what's so funny, there's somebody. <laughs> oh, I know. I can give you a list. But what's so funny is somebody messaged me and she was like, this is like a week ago. She goes, so did Mike leave the show? And I was like, no, we're over on Patreon. She goes, when are you going to announce this? I go, it's on the feed. And she was like, oh, my God, my bad. So I'm wondering how many people like even know. Huh. Hmm. Anyway, Hamilton. Well, here's ahead. the thing. Every once in a while, on some of my even shows I really like, if I get backed up, I will just delete, and I'm like, I'll get oh, the next one. Yeah. So if anybody like kind of deleted, they may not know what's going on. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because if if you had to guess, I think I have a number. If you had to guess, how many people migrated over after the thing? Six. Oh, really? No, 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 no. It's about. It's 25 or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's cut out a lot of people. And it's a lot of the people that we know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I know that listener and that listener and that listener. Like, like people we knew were listening. Yeah, like Tim from Alaska is one yeah. of them. And uh, now moving. I'm going to people's feelings. I don't say who they are. But like... Um, Tim from Alaska is going to live in San Francisco. Oh, he is? He's that's- moving? Do you think he'll still go by Tim from Alaska? Yeah, they bought a, a really nice condo right by my job. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Like in a, like in a place where I'm like, who's well, never mind. Let's <laughs> not. I don't want to like offend, but I'm like, who can afford this kind of place? Yeah. And I don't know if that makes him uncomfortable. I'm sorry for saying that if it made him uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. it's a, it's going to be a nice place, so close to the theater and the opera and like all these things that he really yeah. likes to do. Yeah. Um. They're really they're they're about to start a really cool chapter. You know, by the way, you reminded me of something. Because this Tim from Alaska, he's so generous with undergrad prep, right? Yeah. And I want to tell everyone listening, our 25 more listeners, that I'm doing something. It's been amazing. I Were you the one that told me about Smile once? Uh, no. Okay. But you told me about it. Yeah. On Amazon, if I haven't talked about it here before, Amazon Smile, if you just do Amazon Smile, it's just an identical. I don't know why they do this. It's a mere copy of Amazon, run by Amazon. But on that one, when you order anything like... A percentage of a percent point goes to any charity that you choose. So if you yeah. choose undergrad prep, uh, we'll get a percentage. All right, I'm going to fade out of this. But I was always comp- I was bitching that you have to choose. You have to go to smile.amazon.com. Mm-hmm. But there's a Chrome app called Smile Once. Just look it up, Chrome app Smile Once. And you just choose your charity through there, and it will always redirect to Amazon Smile. If you ever click on Amazon, it automatically redirects. So yeah. I've been doing that, and it's amazing. I never have to think about it anymore, and I've already like raised like $5 for undergrad <laughs> prep. Well, I know it's Which not is, a lot, 
But but it's just free money. Yeah, any money you were spending anyway, right? And that's why I was like, I should just bug people just to do that because then if, if the whole if the small village that I have would be a few hundred dollars a year. Sure. Everyone uses Amazon. Uh, I wonder. I buy my groceries through it. Most of them. Like oh, do I have you really? recurring every yeah every week I get the the same like my cottage cheese breakfast and my half and half and you know like automatically sent i wonder if that counts i don't know i don't I'll know i don't use chrome as my default browser oh, but, I I think the problem. but i wonder does, does Safari, this, let's talk about this off the air all right okay. mike lawson <laughs> <laughs> this is what people, people uh, let like, me show you uh let me just send you a screen grab of my uh settings of my browser and we this can is talk about it for people time. were like god i hope mike lawson <laughs> comes but you know what we should yeah. downplay it i mean this people were this is stuff that we usually talk about and people were like yeah i like listening to this i almost feel like we're a step more coherent than white noise so people are like i'll have it on but like it's just like i'm sitting at a restaurant eating a meal and there's people having a conversation behind me but do you think like, i don't need to like Go ahead. Participate in it. They're like, I don't have to participate in it because it's so innocuous and inane. You know, but do you think that there is an element of voyeurism, you know? Yeah. And and maybe also, I feel like maybe not, um, what's it called when you have to, like, collect them all? Oh, like, poke. Oh, like, a complete, complete, completion or whatever? Completism? Yeah. Like, so maybe there's some folks who are like started at the beginning, went through mm-hmm. them all. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know, but you know what? But because you know, someone left a very and it's going to sound really ridiculous. What I'm going to say right now, but someone left a very very nice voicemail for Hello Uglies yesterday, yeah. and um, I was thinking, I was like, they said something very very nice, and I'll play it off the air. And but part of it was how she's, I she's never called in, but she's a big Joe Batanz fan, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about it, and people, not that people say it all the time, but it's something I hear, right? But this one was just an odd one, that because it, it really struck me. And I was like, because I'd never heard from her, you know? Yeah. Someone like Luke Stamen won't shut the fuck up, and so it makes it known that I know he exists, right? But uh, I never heard from her. She's, and she was saying, I've been a fan for this long, right? It's a long yeah. time. Yeah. And it's funny that, you know, I know we talked about this in, in another way on your latest episode but that we have this that people like listen to us isn't that weird (laughs) yeah well when we get emails a lot of times i'll i will even say that like it's not that i forget that people i mean obviously i'm editing myself heavy Mm -hmm. um especially when we weren't behind the paywall yeah i i feel like i was very aware of like well this story could be heard by Mm -hmm. somebody and could be hurtful or yeah uh, so i know it's there but You'd maybe forget, I don't know, because you forget that there are people who are not contacting you and having conversation. Well, or... I, I think it's specific to this show because this show very much feels like I'm talking to my friend Mike Lawson. Does that make sense? Whereas my other shows have a script. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so they feel like a show. You know, like it feels like, okay, that makes sense that people listen to this. There's a reason people listen to this. It feels like a show. Huh. Whereas this one, I don't prep for it at all, clearly, as you can tell. And uh, it it feels like a legit conversation between yeah. me and you. 
And so but I, it's like almost like a bunch of three way conversations with a kind of quiet friend because we've gotten lots of emails. Like um, recently, someone emailed like their her mo- mother died, and she, yeah. you know, who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and she was like, you know, music was just triggering all these emotions. So I listened to like you guys talk a lot for a while and helped her get through that. And I, I mean, I've had similar experiences with podcasts where and they were like pride 48 shows like these smaller kind of personal journals Mm -hmm. things not kind of really produced or professional stuff Mm -hmm. when i moved to the bay area i was like alone and this Mm -hmm. you know podcast kind of helped me i would eat dinner with yeah taylor the latte boy you know oh god can you imagine yeah (laughs) well i've since done it in person i've eaten dinner with him which is great but I you would know, love to eat dinner like, with him, but I know he's going to drive me to that the cocktail restaurant where they put the blueberry jam on the burger, <laughs> and I'm going to and he's going to stare at me while I take the bite into the fucking burger. I've I went and had sushi with him, and there was oh god, he was about he calls them mac and cheese moments. You've heard this term, yeah, that but he uses? He, and he and he's told me a million times why it's called that, and every single time I I don't think I listen. I don't. I, I don't remember I, why. Yeah, I don't remember why either. But I he was he like me. about to lose his mind because someone in the restaurant was playing his uh, music from his cell phone, oh, like geez. just publicly, openly playing it. Yeah. <laughs> see, people don't get to see this. I've seen it on the you know before we go on the air. When we go on the air, he's you know smiles and chuckles. But you've never you don't you haven't well you know you have lived. You don't want to see this Taylor Lotte boy when he and he gets frustrated about the weirdest things. You know, like <laughs> and he's just like we all have our things. I know. Um. Okay, are we done? What are we doing? Is this we get to end thing? the show? Oh, oh, nice catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell, Mike. Oh no, no, stop! <laughs> Boys and girls, <laughs> let's end the show. We should. You know what? Should let's we have... hang up with Mike and Joe? <laughs> should we have Darcy do that? I mean, I don't know. Use the twenty six dollars a month we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, Joey. Gotta help me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at cupodcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. And follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week, without fail. They never miss a week.